With more than 4 million sellers on Etsy, how can creative entrepreneurs like yourself stand out from the masses and sell more of your handmade goods without wasting hours on social media? That is the big question, and this podcast is the answer, where you will learn insider tips and proven strategies on how to turn your Etsy side hustle into a full-time business, giving you the freedom to be your own boss, have time with family, and more time to create. Hi, my name is Jenny Hall, and you're listening to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Hall, and today I have a very, very sweet, sweet guest. You are going to love her, Monica Little. Hey, Monica. Oh my gosh. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm so excited you're here. Okay. Give everyone just a background, who you are and what you do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So my name is Monica and I help establish small business owners specifically with handmade physical products get seen on Etsy. So a little bit of my backstory is I was working in corporate offices, working in marketing. I went to school for business and then I started my own hobby and passion for organic skincare just from my own research and wanting to find alternatives that I could use. And I started to share about it on Instagram, put it up on Etsy because people wanted to purchase it and ended up growing my skincare business to multiple six figures, left my full-time job and really fell in love with growing businesses. I just love the problem solving, optimizing different platforms. And I started on Etsy and then grew to fair and continued on Instagram, got into a ton of stores, got featured in a ton of subscription boxes. But one of the platforms I was just tried and true for me throughout it all was Etsy and I do feel like there's a lot of established small business owners who maybe don't use Etsy very strategically to get in front of their people so now what I do from growing my own business and just really learning how to optimize Etsy is I help other small business owners with handmade physical products to get seen on Etsy and really leverage the awesome audience that's on there oh my god I love it so you went to school for it like so you have a background in marketing which is huge I mean yes. how much did that help you with what you're doing because a lot of people they just go into it and they create something they have no idea how to how to sell anything they just like making things so you see it from yes. a whole different perspective so how do you think that marketing degree changed your life with that Oh my gosh, it is a game changer. And this is this was a big realization for me because when I grew my business, I found it, I don't wanna say easy, but I found it simple. There's a difference between easy and simple, but it was relatively simple for me because the strategies, the things that I learned, all of the obstacles that I overcome just in terms of learning in school and my corporate job and everything in there made it a lot simpler for me to grow my business. So exactly what you said, when I started to network with other small business owners and I heard how they really struggle on the business side they struggle optimizing platforms they love the creating side of things but man how do you actually get in front of more people and actually do the business side I was like holy smokes I actually love the business side I enjoyed the creative side but I love the business side more so that's exactly how I got into coaching because especially my last corporate job at Expedia, which Expedia is identical as Etsy. Expedia is a middleman that brings hotels and flights to customers. They don't manage the hotels, they don't manage the flights. 
just like Etsy. Etsy is a middleman bringing small businesses to customers. So a lot of what I learned at my last corporate job, 100% helped so much with Etsy and just growing my business in general. So it's crazy when you look back, sometimes you're in a job and maybe it's not like the best job and you're like, why am I here? Why am I here? But when you actually look back, it's like I learned something from all of these different avenues that has come to be able to be used now with growing my own business and now also helping other people to grow theirs. So yeah, without a shadow of doubt has helped tremendously yeah I love it and Expedia I mean golly the competition to rank on that first page and those pictures yes. better be perfect and that SEO has to be perfect so okay you're we're gonna dive into your wealth of knowledge here and I you have like three main components of your strategy for helping a shop get more sales get found all that on Etsy so can you talk about those three strategies yeah oh my gosh this is so fun so it's it's an acronym act so super easy to remember act the first step is obviously you have to appear in the search results right if you don't appear you can't get found if you can't get found you're not going to get the sales so you have to appear in the search results and what this really is is the fundament fundamentals which i'm sure you share with your people day in and day out it's the titles it's the tags it's the specificity it's being super particular on how you describe your product instead of being broad in general or just just using the title of your product, you're using those super descriptive words. So I know you are just so well versed in that and talk about that a lot. So I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty on there. But after you appear, then the second part of A is to actually attract the customer's attention. So cool, your SEO, your titles, your keywords are getting you up on that first or second page, now you actually have to attract the eyeballs because there's still 60 other listings on that page. So it's not enough to just be on that first page, you actually have to attract the customer's attention. And how I teach this is number one, your photos. Your main photo has to be spot on professional photo it has to be something super compelling and not a DIY photo with lighting that's maybe not perfect and a handwritten label I'm speaking from my own experience when I started my skincare business that's what mine were like so how you attract the attention is your photos and also all of the marketing lovers that Etsy has to offer free shipping discount star seller using those super strategically not to erode your profit but using them strategically because the green free shipping the green 15 percent off the purple star seller if your listing has that but everyone else doesn't eyeballs are going to you and this is a great example of expedia too you have to think about Etsy and Expedia or any company like this. When they come out with features like free shipping or a discount, their engineers, their user experience team, their salaried employees are not rolling out that feature and spending the time and energy to create that feature on Etsy just for fun. They know and they test that it actually leads to more sales. So that is exactly what we would do at Expedia. We would test different colors. We would test different buttons. We would test this and that, and we would literally do a 50-50 test of, okay, if a customer sees this experience versus the regular experience, where do customers purchase more? And then once you see a feature that actually works, you roll it out. So that's what Etsy does too. And I see so many people shy away from using those marketing lovers because they're not using them strategically. They're letting them erode their profits. And you have to know that 
Etsy knows that more people purchase when you use those. So if it's there, use it to your advantage and use it to your benefit. So, so yeah. Okay, let's highlight right there. Oh my gosh, you said this twice, Monica. Erode your profit. That is, this holds so many people back from using free shipping. They're like, I can't afford free shipping. And then they're like, wait, what if I have to ship it internationally? And how do I adjust my prices? And how do I make sure I'm not out of pocket? That is such a roadblock. What do you say to people who, who, I mean, that's valid. You don't know if you're shipping it to Canada or, you know, Paris. So what yes. do you tell your students when it comes to, you know, adapting your price for that? Yes. Oh, such a good question. So first thing I want to say is I only recommend free domestic shipping to wherever is for you. So there's a beautiful setting that you can do just free domestic shipping. Then if someone in Canada or Paris or wherever wants to buy it, they're going to be paying that $20, $25 because that is going to be hard to add into your actual profit, right? Because some of that shipping gets super expensive. But I do see a lot of people on Etsy who would buy my products a $20 product and they would pay the $25 shipping to get it internationally. So don't worry there because the sales will still come. In terms of free shipping domestically, your pricing has to be spot on in the first place. And this is what I see a lot of Etsy sellers do. They think that they have to be the cheapest product in order to get the sale. They're competing on price. They see other sellers who are trying to be the cheapest product. And a lot of small business owners think, okay, I have to be the cheapest to actually get this sale. But how I like to teach Etsy is customers are on there looking for something super unique that they can't find on Amazon. If they wanted any old candle, they would literally go on Amazon, get two day shipping and buy whatever they wanted or go to Bath and Body Works during like the major sale, right? If they're on Etsy, they want a unique, high quality premium product that fits a certain vision, color, scent profile, decor appeal, whatever it may be, that they're gonna pay the premium price. If they're on Etsy, they know they're getting something from a small business owner that's unique. So if someone is struggling on price, I would, I would encourage them to ask themselves, number one, are you undercutting yourself? Are you trying to compete on price, which makes free shipping unusable, right? So truly knowing that the premium pricing actually is a differentiator. It sets you apart. It shows you have a quality product because if there's something for 10 bucks, my brain is like, okay, why is this $10? Is this going to work? What's wrong with it? Something, something's off that it's 10 bucks. I'd rather buy the 30, 40, $50 item on Etsy. So truly knowing your numbers and there's a mathematical equation to figure out your pricing. If you know your cost of goods sold, multiply that by two for wholesale and then multiply that number by two for retail. Beautiful. Now there's no feeling, there's no emotion. Now you can offer free shipping or if it's still hitting your profits a little bit too much, cool, bump it up a couple bucks, right? Value yourself, value your products, price them right. And then these marketing lovers, they don't affect you. And that's the beautiful part of it. Beautiful. And it's too, like you said, it's a different customer. They're not going to Target or Walmart to go get that candle, right? right? Like it is special. They're willing to pay. Even some nowadays you can, you know, the label has the Bible verse with the personalized name. Like yes. you pay extra for that. And that's, that's a gift and that's showing quality. And the people that buy from you who expect that quality and they're happy when they get that purchase because they paid more for it they're more likely to leave a better review too. yes 100 percent. a deal that maybe is looking to you know what i mean like that's yes. just a different customer yes okay. so we talked about 
the they need to appear right? and attract yes attract and then confirm expectations yes let's talk about that next okay. so c is confirming expectations so once you appeared on the first or second page and then you attracted the customer's attention with that photo and the marketing lovers now they click on your listing right they're interested and now the trick is to confirm their expectations. And this is making sure your description has every single potential detail that that customer may need. Because you have to think about customers nowadays, if there's one question they have that's not answered, they're not gonna reach out to you, they're not gonna find you on Instagram and DM you, they're not gonna go to your website and look for it or send you an email if they can't find it, they're gonna hit the back button and they're gonna go to that next listing. So how do you give every single piece of information in that description so when a customer is scanning for that one question they have, boom, it's right there, question answered, and then they add it to cart and then they purchase. So your description has to have all of those details. I love to even mention shipping, like your order will be shipped in one to three days. Cool. Let them know there, even though it says that on the bottom, Etsy will give like an estimated window, repeat it. That just confirms their expectations so they know, okay, cool, I'm going to get it fairly quickly. They're saying it right here. So things like that, but also confirming the expectations through the photos educating through the photos. This is where a lot of people miss a mark because they're just putting up photos, which photos are super important, but some of them should educate with maybe a little bit of text in terms of the different variations or the benefits or the features, or maybe you can add a review to your photos to just show that social proof while someone's browsing through the photos and now they see, oh, look, this person loves it. You're getting in their brain. Also, your photos should invoke the emotion of actually using the product so the product in if it's a candle it actually lit on the nightstand with some books and dim lights so it portrays that really relaxing vibe so this is really where we get into marketing of that emotional connection and also giving them all the details that they need so what happens here is if you aren't confirming expectations you'll get a lot of favorites but they aren't transitioning into sales because something is missing. Some piece of information is missing for, from them to add it to cart and actually purchase. Uh, that's so good because people always say, how do I convert these favorites to sales? Okay, what do you tell your students when they're like, I have a ton of favorites, but how do I get them to buy? What yes. do you say, Monica? Yeah, so I really tell them to get into the customer's shoes and review the listing from like a brand new pair of eyes like you've never seen it before and see what sticks out. Because then you're going to see, okay, my description is, isn't super clear here. So for example, I had one client who listed all of the scents of her candle and one of them was like a volcano something something. And to me, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Tell me more. What is that actual scent profile? Because in the drop down, I see volcano in your description I see volcano but when I read volcano I have no idea is that going to be smoky is it going to be spicy is it going to be something totally different like what does volcano mean so really take a look at it from a fresh pair of eyes with no expectations no bias no knowledge which is hard because we know our business like the back of our hands but stepping out and reviewing it like a customer to see what isn't clear and then usually a big part of it is photos. And this is where sometimes there's resistance, but those professional photos, those up-leveled photos in saturated markets, which all of us as small business owners, unless you have a patent, it's probably saturated. You have to be better than the rest. 
end stop right there you have to show up in a better way in a more elevated way in a more sophisticated way so cool are your photos actually portraying your product how it's used the emotion are you educating are you super crystal clear on the different variations and do your photos also demonstrate that super easily so people can see it visually also read it and pick it so it, it's really a fine tooth comb which is hard because people ask this question and i wish it was like oh here's this one magic answer right <laughs> Right? But like anything with growing a business, it just takes that fine tooth comb, reiterating, checking it with a fresh pair of eyes and just continuing to evolve to become better and better and better. And you'll know when it's working because then the orders will be coming in. I love it. Okay, here's a question for you. So photography, it being so important. Okay. And what about that cover photo? Yeah. Some people, you know, everyone's like, okay, light background or styled photo. Do you put text on the photo, but then Etsy won't show you on Google? So give us some feedback on like cover photo clarity for us. Yes. Ooh, such a good question. So I personally don't like text on the photo because from my perspective, that if you think about like a psychological, how people view things, that can be too much when it's a photo. People want to see that item they don't want to see free shipping in 48 hours blah 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 blah. your description should have those details we don't need that main photo some of your other photos can have text yes but main photo that's one thing i say no text in terms of should it be a white background or like a lifestyle photo there's two things that i recommend here Number one, it kind of depends on the type of product that you have. So for me with skincare I, and organic skincare, I wanted a white background, super clear, super like it, just to go with that organic vibe and to really pop. But what I recommend for people to do is search for the type of product that you're selling, see what other people are doing. And now you can do one of two things. You can mirror their similar style. So if everyone has lifestyle as their main photo, cool. Success leaves clues. Let's use lifestyle as your main photo. But then there's also the flip side. If everyone is doing lifestyle, you can also stand out by doing a white backdrop photo instead. So this is another one where there's not really a defined answer. A beautiful thing you can do is create two listings, one with a lifestyle main photo, one with a white backdrop main photo, see which one sells more. And then you're starting to get some actual data points. So it's a little bit of just, you know, doing some research, seeing what's out there. But I think the key is no matter which route you go, have it be just a beautiful photo, that professional photo. I know even, you know, some people, I, I considered myself an, a pretty decent photographer for my photos, but when you get them professionally done, it's just another level. And that in itself will help you stand out so much. Yeah, uh, love it. Um, okay, for people just starting out and they're like, oh, product photography is expensive, but we all know it's necessary. What do you recommend for that? And I have some jewelry people too. They're like, well, wait, if it's one of a kind, which is harder to sell because you know what I mean? It's yes. harder and then you only have one product and if you want to ship that and give it to them as a gift, well shoot, that's gone. Yeah. So what do you what are some tips for finding a product photographer? What do you do if it's a one of a kind product or do you tell me something about that? Yeah. Oh, such a good question. Okay. So in terms of getting photos and the cost associated with it, hundred percent get it super hard as a small business owner starting off to be like cool now I have to get professional photos another 200 300 400 dollars that's what you're telling me to do what I tell people is imagine a restaurant that's opening and they have one table one chair one set of silverware and plates and they said I can't 
stock the rest of this restaurant with more tables and chairs until I make more money. Mm. They are preventing themselves from making any money because they didn't invest into it in the first place. So the biggest thing for small business owners, they always say, when I'll make more money, then I'll do this. Well, what if you did this and then you made more money? Love Which one comes? 100%. And that's the thing with small business owners too, is you have to know that you're starting a business and a business usually requires some investment and some capital up front. That's a big difference than a hobby, right? A hobby is like, cool, let me make it. And if I sell some great, a business, if you're serious and dedicated and really want it to grow, cool. You have to invest a little bit starting off before you have any proof before you have any sales before you have any extra money in your business bank account because that is what sets you apart and elevates you and actually allows those sales to come to you especially on a platform like etsy when again it is saturated so if you want to stand out you got to do these things and it's it's somewhat of a, of a non-negotiable but essentially it will bring you more sales so having that mindset of i'm not paying this money just to pay this money i'm paying this money because i'm building a real business this is going to make me stand out and i'm going to make more sales from it and truly believing that like that belief has to be there and then you're going to see it pay off on etsy on your website use these photos on instagram on your marketing cards i got professional photos done and i use them for like two years before i got anything new so they're 100 percent worth it yes absolutely and if that's the thing holding your back and you're always irritated and you're always frustrated with what your pictures look like and oh your sales are low and oh let me try again you're wasting so much time yeah that's what i always think like well why go try to do this yourself you know, for 20 hours, 30 hours, and just pay someone that's a professional. Yeah. You know, and get it done. Like you said, you're going to use this for years. Okay, here's a question. Okay, how do you get people to leave reviews? Yes. Oh, good question, which actually feeds into the T okay. of the ACT. So I love that perfect segue. <laughs> Yes. Um, so T is all about giving trust to the customer. So after you appear, you attract their attention, you're, you confirm their expectations with your description of photos. Now that cherry on top is how do you give them trust? And that is from the reviews. So I love this example that I share. Imagine you're booking a hotel and there's no reviews. It looks perfect. The photos are perfect. The description is perfect, but you probably wouldn't risk it because you don't know what the actual real life customer experience is like. Maybe that pool that looks beautiful in the photos is actually under construction. Maybe the food is awful. Maybe the walls are paper thin. Maybe the room is 10 times smaller than it looks like in the photo, which we've all experienced probably all of that in hotel bookings, right? <laughs> so if you think from the customer perspective with Etsy, we're small business owners. Unfortunately, there are some small business owners who are trying to make a quick buck and maybe don't give the best experience. Maybe they're super late in their shipping. Maybe it's not as described. So we kind of have the benefit of the doubt against us, which sucks, but sometimes it's just the nature of things, which again means we just have to be more sophisticated and evolve. So one way to give trust to the customer is to have those amazing reviews. Not only does it give trust to the customer for them to purchase, 
purchase, but also it gives trust to Etsy to show your listing to more people. Cause they're like, oh my gosh, not only is this small business on here selling, but people love it, which means they're having a great experience on Etsy, which means they're gonna come back and buy more things on Etsy. So let's show this brand to more people because people are loving it and leaving these great reviews. So not only is it great for the customer, but huge boost in the algorithm, the reviews that you get. So your question in terms of how you get reviews, what I like to do, super scrappy, I'm a very scrappy person in how I grew my business and how I teach business. I go on Etsy and after the review has been delivered, so I do this maybe once or twice a month, I will message that customer and say, thank you so much for your order. I wanted to check in and see how everything is going. I would appreciate it so much if you would leave a review. If you're able to do so, I would love to send you a 20% off coupon afterwards. If anything didn't go as expected, please let me know so I can fix the situation. Thank you so much for supporting a small business. If you do that little outreach, because we've all have had products that we love that we haven't proactively gone to leave a review. So sometimes you just need that outreach, that reminder, and then the little cherry on top, like, hey, I'll give you a review. Thank you. Like you're doing something for me. I would love to give you that incentive to do it too. And then those reviews will start to come in because people are like, oh my God, I loved it. I want to support the small business. Cool. Now I get a coupon if I want to buy something else. Three ducks in a row right there. Let's do it. I'll leave the review. So super scrappy. Message your customers once or twice a month for any new orders that came in. Get those reviews and then you'll see all of that trust fall right into place. And I love it because you give them time to experience the product. What I hate is when I buy something on Etsy and then like two days later, it's like, hey, leave a review. I'm like, okay, I haven't even gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so I like that. And then I love that you just add that human element. Like you're you're saying, thank you so much. I really hope you loved it. And it shows, it shows how much you appreciate your customers. You're reaching out, you're giving them support. Yeah. So they're going to have an overall good experience right there. Even going into thinking about leaving the review. Yes. So that's helping you get those five stars. Yes, 100%. And what I love to tell people is to have around like a 25 to 30% review rate. So if you have 100 orders, you should have at least 25 to 30 reviews. That's a perfect angle and just goal to operate from. And if you've never done this, people who've bought in the last 100 days can leave you a review. So if you haven't done this, cool, go in today. Any customers in the last 100 days, send them, a re send them that message see what they say. You'll get some great reviews. I know a lot of people are sometimes scared because they think people aren't happy because they haven't left a review. But I think part of it too is you're asking them, how was it? Were there any issues? Can you leave a review? There's a very slim chance that there was an issue. If there was an issue, you would have heard about it, right? So like that's kind of just a little bit of fear playing in the background. But you're also asking them, like you said, in a very human to human way. How was it? Tell me about your experience. So that's one thing I love to tell people. Don't shy away from asking for reviews. Don't have this fear that it's going to be a bad one. If it is cool, you'll handle it. You'll figure out, you know, how to make it right. But 10, I mean, nine out of 10 times, it's going to be 99% of the time. I'll even say it's going to be a great review and people just need that nudge to get them on there to do that. I love it. Okay. Do you recommend to your students to also have their own website? Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. I look at Etsy as an additional revenue stream. So if you're just getting started, cool. Etsy is a great place to start. Um, that's where I started. And then I had my own website and then I worked on all these platforms, Instagram, Fair, Pinterest, email marketing, Etsy, your own website, blogging. I mean, that's truly how you grow 
the business because it's a game of numbers. How do you get in front of more people? So if you're starting off and only have Etsy, perfect. Continue to grow from there as opportunities come up. But the flip side is also true. If you only have your website, and this is where I work with a lot of people, they have their own website, but they're not on Etsy or they tried it and it didn't work. And I like to take them back to Etsy because a lot of what we talked about today, these marketing tactics, if you're an established small business owner, you have your own website, you probably have those professional photos, you probably have that marketing copy that, that talks about your products, plop it over to Etsy, learn how to optimize it, get in front of more people, and now you're leveraging all these platforms, all of these tools to get in front of more people. Yeah, it's visibility. And yeah. More, more customers and it's, like you said, the algorithm is going to start to work for them when yeah. they get sales because they're going to see those sales are coming because that business can send emails be like, hey, I just started my Etsy shop. Check yes. it out. Here, hey, the new product drop is going to start on Etsy 24 hours early. So they can start to use strategies to grow their Etsy shop and then take those customers with their email list back to their website for more profit. Yes, um, love it. I love this, Monica. Yeah. Okay, is there anything else? What else am I missing? Like, I have enjoyed this so much. Is there any other last little bit of your beautiful wisdom? Oh my goodness. So the last thing I'll say, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but truly, truly, truly act like the business that you want, the business owner that you want to be. This is the biggest thing that I see with small business owners is they operate from their current circumstances. Okay, well, I'm not making a lot of sales yet, so I can't do that. I don't have time for this. I don't have money for this. Act like the business owner that you want to be. Imagine that business when you've achieved those goals and then ask yourself, what did that business owner do? They probably have professional photos. They probably spent the time and energy to get Etsy right because it's a not a one-day exercise that all of a sudden sales come magically falling down on you. It takes time. It takes energy. So ask yourself, what is my goal? And if I had that goal, what type of things would I be doing? What would my business look like? Where would I be focusing my time? How sophisticated or up-leveled would my business be? And when you have that list, start doing those things now. Because the only way to get from point A to point B is to actually make that line and do those things. So I just encourage everyone who's listening to believe in yourself, take those crazy leaps of faith, do the thing that scares you, keep your head up because it's not always gonna be easy. It's, you know, there's gonna be road bumps, but if you have that end vision and you're operating from that future state, it's gonna make it 10 times easier and you'll get there 10 times faster. Monica, this has been just the best. I have smiled the whole time. Like, you're just amazing. And I love I love your positivity. And I love how you challenge people's mindset because they are a business owner. And like you said, like, do the freaking work. Follow the path and see that vision of where you want to be. And don't act like that beginner. Act yeah. like, hey, in three months from now, I'm going to have made, you know, thousands of dollars. I'm going to, and do that based on that standpoint. I love that. Okay, Monica, yes. where can everyone find you? Oh my gosh. So I'm mostly on Instagram at Monica Little Coaching. So would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, send me a DM. I also have a podcast called the Product Biz Podcast, which Jenny was a guest on. So hop on over to check that episode. Um, yeah. So that's normally where I hang out and would love to hear from you in either of those places. Awesome. And if they want to work with you. Yeah. So I have a free Etsy training, which is where I always recommend people to start. It's at monicalittlecoaching.com slash Etsy webinar. So it goes into more detail on the ACT method, which we talked about today, but a lot more context there. You'll learn a little bit more about some of my offerings toward the end of that free training too. But that's where I'd recommend to get started just to learn a little bit more about my teaching style and the steps, the marketing tactics, and that's the place to go. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.
Are you a handmade seller and creative entrepreneur who's ready to amplify your Etsy shop's visibility and sales? If so, then I invite you to join my community of more than 1,900 Etsy shop owners on Facebook called Etsy Sales and Marketing for Handmade Sellers. It's where you will get insider access on the latest strategies for writing SEO and for boosting your sales with simple and strategic social media marketing while surrounding yourself with a community of supportive entrepreneurs who are in your corner every step of the way. Join for free today by visiting www.jenny-hall.com slash Facebook group. Thanks for listening and I can't wait to see you on the inside.